Welcome to the train wreck, and it is going to be a train wreck today because we have Dr. Kyle Nunn, alcoholic beerman, in his truck, basically channeling his inner Mark Driscoll minus the beard and yeah, minus Mark the Clifton. hair. Wrong, Mark Clifton. Oh, wrong okay, Mark. let's try that again. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, Welcome to... What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. This is not another Baptist podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. This podcast is sponsored in part by our friends at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Visit swibbits.edu to find out more about what God is doing on Seminary Hill. Welcome to the train wreck, folks. Pastor Matt here, and I am definitely inviting you into what will be a train wreck today. We have Dr. Kyle Mon, alcoholic beerman, sitting in his truck channeling his inner Mark Clifton, uh, though he doesn't have the beard, doesn't have the hair, uh, but otherwise, I mean, he looks just like him. Uh, and we also have Dr. Michael Kreiner, who is in his mega office at his mega church. And, uh, and so we are coming together to really talk about some MVPs, MVPs at our SBC annual meeting. And so before we do that, uh, Kyle, we get to hear from you all the time. Uh, we know how well you are doing and you are doing as well as your receding hairline. So Dr. Kreiner, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing better than I deserve. Uh, we got to go camping this Father's Day weekend after church and uh, kids loved it. We survived. We either froze or we sweated to death. There was no in between. We were either hot or cold, no lukewarm at the Kreiner pop-up camper. So we're doing good, man. Thanks for letting me be on today. Awesome. Kyle, how are you doing? Man, doing well. Yeah, as you mentioned, I'm in my truck. I was uh, I, I was finishing up breakfast with our local uh, director of missions uh, when Matt texts me and says, hey, let's record. So I didn't have time to get back to my home studio. So here I am, home as you said, oh. ch 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 channel channeling, my, channeling my inner Mark Clifton in, in my truck. Yeah. So well. it's great. We're, we're grateful to have both of you on as we kind of dive into the SBC annual meeting. Of course, this was last week in Nashville, and uh, the Potluck podcast is going to kind of take each of these, uh, the Pastors Conference or the SIN Conference, and then the annual meeting and kind of dig into some of the resolutions and motions and so forth. Uh, but this one, of course, we like to keep it a little like hearted and so forth. We're really going to talk about some most valuable players. And then I'm going to give who I believe is the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Y'all may disagree with me when we get there, but we have not rehearsed this. We don't have I'm any notes. We don't have anything. Yeah, you're definitely going to disagree with me. But it was a fun week. Uh, for an introvert like myself, uh, it was a terrible uh, week being surrounded by almost 20,000 people in a hot, cramped room. And so we would give a honorable honorable mention perhaps to the gentleman uh, who got up and asked them to turn on the AC, uh, which you may remember back in Dallas, I believe it was when the gentleman got up and said, please turn it down. So just like, I mean, that is the most Baptist thing in the world, right? In our churches, our people are not, 
you know, divided over doctrine or maybe what the pastor is wearing or how long he is preaching. They're divided on whether or not they are hot or cold in the sanctuary. And so, yes, we cannot be satisfied when it comes to the temperature of the room. We were cold in Dallas. We were sweating to death in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. And uh, I'll say this. So so I was there as a guest, right? So, So I was not in the room when that happened because we guests were specifically asked to go to the overflow room. And, and that I'll was my this, favorite part. The, the, when they asked you the to leave, that was great. <laughs> the air conditioning was working fine in the overflow. It was nice and cool and it wasn't crowded. Hensley, that, that would, and you, you were still able to vote. People were, they yeah. were still taking votes from the, from there. So that next time that's your spot, man, go to the I overflow. I feel like room. that was a wasted opportunity for me because, uh, <laughs> because yeah, it was, it was pretty warm. What I did notice, I will say this real quick is in his little deal uh, on Twitter or somebody, I guess, shared that video. Uh, someone's like, homeboy, take off the jacket. And I loved the reply because at some point when you're that hot, that sweaty, you've already sweat through every layer. You just, you just, at that point, you just have to commit. I was the same way. Like the layer beneath was not going to be pretty for anybody. And so just keep the jacket on and uh, hope that that hides some of that. Specifically a dark jacket. If it's a light yeah. jacket, you're done. You're toast. But it, it was yeah. a dark jacket. It was the right move. Just a yeah. little fashion tip. That, that's, that was the way to go. Yeah. All right. So, Kreiner, let's, let's just turn it over to, to you for a moment. If you had an MVP from the mic, someone at the mic, uh, who would be your MVP for the week in Nashville or really the two days in Nashville? Well, there's a discrepancy here. Is it the mic at the at the platform or a mic in the in the mess among the messengers? Because I've got two I've got messengers among the among messengers. the messengers. Well, I, I think it's got to go sadly to Clint Presley because he was told not to say anything at the mic, even though he had wanted to say something at the mic. I thought that was a brilliant moment. It was a lighthearted moment. There was some. I think they were discussing res nine coming back onto the floor something about that and i, I him going to the mic the video i think is seen 16 17 thousand views online uh to me that was the mvp uh that is my opinion of it but uh, uh him getting uh shut down it's always a good day to see clint <laughs> presley shut down and, from and what did jd state. say like don't beat me up or something like that yeah don't flex me yeah don't flex at me <laughs> oh it's so amazing because clint could snap any of us in two. Oh, absolutely like, dude, like lifts cars i believe to to lift weights so <laughs> yeah. it was fun uh what about you kyle beerman man yeah there were there were a lot of really good moments um i'll i'll go with the obvious choice maybe and that is grant Gaines with the uh with his sex abuse uh, motion that ultimately of course got passed by the messengers um you know just the the gravity of that um uh, of that issue and, and the gravity of the motion of what he was doing i thought he uh when he presented that as as a messenger i thought he um did a fantastic job um explaining the the reasoning behind it why we needed to do it why that that investigation was so important so for, for me he uh he was the mvp at the, at the mic well, I've got a, a follow-up MVP, so I got a co-MVP here. So mine was okay. a, kind of a, a joke. But Spencer uh, Shelton, I don't know if that's what you were going to say, Matt, but you, you may not have known. It was one of the early ones when the EC was presenting their vision stuff, and he made a comment that we all talk about with our church family, that we're, a, we're not a top-down organization, but a bottom-up. And I think that set the tone and mood for the rest of the day, the rest of our time, that we remi- we were reminded that the messengers really are the ones that are that are uh, kind of governing 
uh, our process. And I thought that was a brilliant, brilliant statement by Spence uh, Shelton, pastor there in uh, Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. So I, I mean, I, I think that was a great move. Again, the one about Clint was more of a joke, but, but yeah. the reality is uh, I thought it was a great MVP moment as well. Yeah. My, mine is going to be anybody who would call the question. And perhaps my, <laughs> my favorite was, I think, was it David Norman that was in the back? Was it David? Who was the guy in the very back that he starts talking and completely loses his train of thought? And he's like, I, I don't know. Call it. That's call all it. I got. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all, all I got. Call it. That, that's mine. Because I'm like, man, at some point, you know, we discuss and, and, and they gave so many people so many opportunities to speak and often going a little longer than they would normally speak, sometimes not even on topic than they were supposed to speak. So they were given a whole lot of breadth. And uh, as, as far as how they were moderating, but then if finally you can kind of sense it in the room, like guys, we need to vote. And uh, so whoever would ever call the question, they're my MVP. <laughs> and uh, so we can keep moving on. So now let's turn it to the stage. Uh, who is the MVP for anything on that stage at a mic? Well, I, I won't do a joking one this time, uh, but you know, the way JD Greer handled himself uh, there was a winsomeness about his, the way he handled business meeting. You know, you, we've all been in business meetings. We've all led business meetings, but there's a sense where, because you could see his face and the look that he would give and just the, the, the hat tips he would give to people, uh, it, it, uh, took out some of the temperature in the room. And man, that was just so, uh, so needed in some, as there was just seemed to be a powder keg moment for SBC life, but I thought JD did incredible, uh, finessing, the mood of the room just by his way he handled the business. Yeah, um, my, Michael's Michael's on board there. Um, JD had the opportunities to insert humor where he could, like the with, with Clint Presley situation, to like you said, diffuse the temperature. Um, my MVP at the mic is Bart Barber. He is <laughs> Bar Bart Barber is my hero, and um, he I, he and I now are like linked forever with uh, microphone antics and, and microphone misspeaks. So yeah, kudos yeah. to Bart. He's my, he wins the, he wins my Navi for uh, best performance at the microphone. Alrighty. Mine is probably going to have happened during the seminary reports. Uh, this one is a little more serious. Uh, all of our six seminaries are doing well. And that was encouraging to, to hear, uh, to hear what they're doing, how they're engaging uh, maybe underserved folks and, and the different ways that they're leading out in their respective areas. They also made it very clear where they all stood, uh, which I was grateful for. Uh, but also the, the moment, I'm going to give kind of the co one, the moment for me is when uh, one is asked to unblock somebody on Twitter and in the moment, he's you know chuckling, brother. I don't know how this stuff works. <laughs> so it's like, but as soon as I get out of here, we will figure that out. Uh, so that's the lighthearted one for me. But for, for me, really, and of course, we're we're sponsored by him. This isn't the reason I'm saying it, but Dr. Greenway did a phenomenal job. He came out just on fire. And I, I sent a message to Colby as he's talking. I said, what did you give him right before he went up like a Red Bull or something? Because he just was, I mean, the veins were popping out. He was passionate because he's passionate about what is happening and the ringer they've really been through and, uh, and what they have been overcoming and are overcoming. And, uh, and I believe in the process they, they have overcome. And so I, I was super encouraged by that of the, uh, you know, basically the report from Southwestern in all of them. And uh, speaking of 
with Southwestern, the church needs leaders with deep theological knowledge and hands-on ministry experience. At Southwestern Seminary, you get both. The Southwestern faculty is dedicated to providing faithfully biblical teaching as well as walking alongside students as they grow in ministry. If you are called to serve God's church, then Southwestern is ready to help you live your calling. And we would encourage you to visit swibbits.edu after the show to find out uh, more. And, and like that said, you know, you've got guys that are pastors that also teach at the seminaries. You've got guys like Dr. Queen that, you know, they're not just teaching evangelism. You're going out to eat with them and you don't have an opportunity not to evangelize. I went out to eat with them this past uh, week when I was preaching in Dallas. And uh, while we were sitting there eating, he just leans over and said, have you shared the gospel yet? Because he came a little uh, late. And I, I really thought about lying saying, yeah, I did. And, uh, and, but I said, no, I haven't yet. He said, why? And, and so as soon as the lady comes up, he asked her her name and if anybody told her God loved her and all that kind of stuff goes right in. And, uh, and that's what you get with Southwestern Seminary. So we encourage you to visit swibbits.edu after the show. Mm -hmm. So we have covered the microphone MVPs from the stage and from the floor. Uh, now let's, let's do something a little lighthearted. He's been mentioned a couple of times because I know he's going to be the vote for some of y'all, but who's the best dressed? Who, who are you calling the best dressed Southern Baptist after our time in Nashville, Kreiner? Well, I don't want to steal what Dr. Uh, Non-Alcoholic Beerman is going to say, but uh, you know, there's two votes for me. Clint, Clint Presley always, always brings it. He, he, he uh, has a way. He has a man who helps him get those suits. He he brought it. Uh, but let's let's be honest. Uh, I, for the first time in my life, I got to talk to Dr. Albert Moeller. I, I've never had a conversation with him, but I got the opportunity to talk to him. And he's got some fine suits as well. They're classic. They're sharp. Uh, but Dr. Moeller, he looked good. Uh, he looked healthy. He looked spry. And uh, I, that's my that's my vote, Dr. Moeller. Although my real vote is what Kyle's going to say uh, in his selection. Cause, uh, there's something about seersuckers that draws you in. And, uh, I'm going to hand it to Kyle. Cause I want, I, I affirm Kyle's vote. I'm giving a second to his vote, but I had to bring Dr. Muller into the, to the frame of things. Cause he did look good. Yeah. Kyle? Yeah. Mine, mine is Clint Presley and here's why. So I, I don't think I've ever met Clint before. And I'm at, during the send lunch, I'm working the, this kind of swag table at the back and he walks up. And, and I, I uh, underestimated two things, how well he was dressed and how swole he is, all right? That, that dude is, that, he rocks the seersucker and that dude is huge and, and ripped. So uh, yeah, Clint Presley takes the, the best dress for me in, in the seersucker suit. Yeah, he, he's gonna be my vote simply because I don't want him to beat me up. So I'm, I'm going to defer to <laughs> you. Don't, you don't want him to flex at you. No, 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 don't, don't flex at me, bro. Uh, so I saw him the first time at, uh, at I believe it was Birmingham. <laughs> And uh, I was getting coffee and he came in and you see this whole room and they're all mostly, you know, messengers just because of proximity, all that kind of stuff. Everybody's getting coffee and everybody in that room really looks like one of the three of us, you know, maybe T-shirt, you've got the dress shirt, you've got the polo like that. That was just the, the SBC uniform, if you will. And then comes walking over with his cup of coffee to the little table is this guy that looks like he is somewhere in between GQ and like the president of the United States. And then I look up and I mean, he's 
as as wide as one of those big redwood forests trees or whatever. I mean, he's giant, swole, Dr. Clint Presley. And uh, so he, he brings it every year and he did it again this year. So Clint, I think you are the unanimous pick with a nod to Moeller. He always looks good. I think he probably goes to bed in like a four piece suit, but, uh, but anyway, it was a, now in, 2019, a lot of good dress. We, in 2019, we gave this award to the Jason Allen family. Yeah. The whole uh, family. The Midwestern. Yeah. And, and let me, so I'll say this, I, I passed like, as I was, I was driving down the street one day and they were all at the corner and they were all dressed, all the boys in suits, all the girls in dresses. So they were they were immaculately dressed again this year. So I'll give an honorable mention to the Jason Allen family, but the seersucker takes it. <laughs> all right. Now, MVP of swag. Swag, yeah. All right. I think normally this is going to go to North American Mission Board because, you know, they obviously, they bring it every year. You, you yep. never have to buy luggage. You never have to buy any of that kind of stuff, a shirt ever again, because they got you covered with every type of shirt that you possibly can. So it's just, it's just kind of an unfair advantage. That's just what they do. It's one of their core ministries, Kyle Beerman, I believe. Uh, Have you guys used your hammock? Have you used your hammock yet? We've set it up. I haven't used it yet. Okay. So, so I I will say real quick before I turn it to Kreiner, I didn't get it because I'd just been elected. And so I was in the back talking to, to some of the guys and, and we were ready to go on like right then. And then it kept being pushed back uh, at the NAM fast. And, uh, but in the very back, they, they had everything. Well, I never got out to go and get it. And so I sent, I sent a text to Dr. Ezell. I said, hey, I need a point of personal privilege. Uh, and I explained, you know, I was in the back. Is there any way I could get uh, that uh, hammock and everything? It looked really cool. So he sends it. And uh, so I came home to it. And uh, so I did still get it. I didn't get it there, but I got one directly from them. So that was pretty cool. So, Reiner, so I, actually, your... I actually did not get one either, believe it or well, not, as an employee. You're just a guest. They, they gave them, they, they, they made them available to us. Uh, but at the time we could go pick them up. I was playing chauffeur to Mark Clifton and, and his wife, Jill, to take them to the airport. And so oh. uh, I missed my, missed my opportunity. So I, I don't have a hammock yet. I'm kind of sad because they look pretty cool. Try and send that text to Zell, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kreiner, what about you? What, who, who gets a swag nog? Yeah, nog. you know, uh, I, I will say the NAM always does a great job. I'm so grateful for those things. And we actually got two of them, but then ended up giving one to a friend because they didn't have a chance to get one. They were doing exhibits and that kind of thing. Uh, you know, this sounds like a home, you know, a homer here, but man, Southwestern with the mugs and the, the pins and the stickers and uh, the t-shirts, uh, they were a big hit with my kids when we got back. So uh, I know that was, man, something they, they really enjoyed. You know, uh, a little advantage, if, if you give out shirt sizes for kids, uh, man, that's the biggest advertisement you can get. But, the, you know, they, they uh, Southwestern passed out mugs, these new mugs that they've been, uh, they've just made, and uh, they had a pretty good giveaway. So I know in our family, those were the things that were eaten up pretty quickly uh, from, from our kiddos. They, they really uh, love what Southwestern gave out. Yeah, so I actually I did not get that much swag. Um, I, I worked the Nam booth a lot. And I just I didn't get a chance to to walk around, but I did get my Texas Baptist College T-shirt, and that was like the the one thing on my list that I really wanted when they when they released those. As we talked last week, you know, it kind of has that come and take it uh, feel with the with the cannon, and and yeah. so I uh, yeah, that was the one thing I wanted, and I got it. So yeah. so I'll I'll give it to Southwestern as well. 
Yeah, and uh, here here we go with the Homer pick again. Uh, but there, there's a reason behind it. My favorite thing to come home with was the Texas Baptist College lapel pin. And uh, the, the reason is, is, you know, Kreiner, you noted it, I think, and wherever I was preaching, you said, you know, I see that Swibbit's uh, lapel pin or whatever. It glistens in the light, you know, because it's, it's silver or whatever, it's bright, you know, so it's like, you can't obviously see it from there. But this one's a little more muted and it's just a cool logo anyway, you know, and so it, it's just a good looking deal. And so I got the shirt as well. And uh, I think I'm going to take it to a t-shirt designer and put maybe a cannon next to it or something and rock the little come and take it thing. Now, 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 Matt, you know why that lapel pin glistens, not the Texas Baptist one, uh, Texas Baptist College, but you know why the Swibbits one glistens is because it's the crown jewel of yeah. the seminary. That's why it glistens. So it all fits together. For sure. Well, I want to give a greatest of all time award to somebody. And uh, this is this is my pick. Y'all can disagree. He's been mentioned before, uh, but Dr. J.D. Greer. Uh, I wouldn't wish Southern Baptist Convention president on anyone, uh, but uh, he he handled it three years uh, for for obvious reasons with last year and COVID and so forth. And uh, and he always did so, I believe, with grace. Uh, we mentioned his humor at times. Uh, it was always appropriate, you know, kind of like in a sermon, it's not a, you know, this isn't the chance to, to, you know, be a comedian. It was always appropriate, but it would often diffuse the situation at just the right time. And, uh, and so I really enjoyed JD, but he also comes with his band and the summit praise team is one of the best I think I've ever worshiped with and uh, friends with their drummer and so we got to finally connect so the whole package that really comes with jd is my greatest of all time uh, because i thought he really handled a very difficult season uh, very well there's things that i'm sure all three of us uh, would disagree with at times many things that we would agree with at times uh, but all in all this was a man that loves jesus and really called us to put the gospel above all and led that way and uh, and so i'm grateful for him and i would give him the nod as the goat and uh so what about you Kreiner? yeah no i agree and his you know his message was so on point uh his convention message was just incredible uh you know not to be necessarily rivaled with uh you know wiley uh, rice's sermon uh convention sermon which you know these guys that are invited to and voted on to, to preach these sermons and i think dr juan sanchez from texas is preaching next year but uh I believe these guys take it serious when they are asked to preach to the convention. And he, uh, he did not hold back any punches either. He, he did a phenomenal job of uh, conveying. Now I wish the uh, conveying the heart of our, of our convention. I wish that it was placed at a different time slot. You know, it was placed right before the seminary lunches. A lot of people were out of the room. Uh, but you know, I, I've been on the committee order business for the state of Texas. It, it's a, always a challenge to figure out where to put things. So I'm not, that's not a criticism of Dr. Greenway and their leadership, but, uh, hopefully you can go back and, and listen to that, that sermon. It, it was, it was powerful. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, no doubt JD did a fantastic job. Uh, one of the things we talked about before we came on air, um, uh, the, the executive committee did a phenomenal job of relocating all of this at, at really what was the last minute. And, and from my standpoint, maybe, I don't know about y'all, but everything works seamlessly. I mean, the, the hotels downtown, the convention center was fantastic. And, and to think that they pulled that off with about six weeks to go, that, yeah. that they moved it from uh, the, the Opryland 
to downtown and and man kudos to them for for making that happen um because it it worked about as well as it could and and honestly um that that convention center was probably one of the better ones that we've been at uh much better than the sprawling complex that was birmingham um but i mean every everything was right there together and uh and you know once you kind of got your bearings and figured out where things were in the convention center it was it really worked very well mm -hmm. With yeah. the exception of the doors that were open for the Lifeway breakfast, there was one door that, that I found that was open for the Lifeway breakfast that morning. So we had to kind of walk all the way around to find it. But um, yeah, man, way, way to go, EC, and and uh, making the the changes to make this meeting happen, the the largest meeting we've had in 25 years, and, and to pull it off seamlessly like that. Yeah. And uh, as we wrap up, uh, one final note and a nod to Dr. Aaron Collier. Uh, was not surely the only one that did this, but got a picture of him sharing the gospel as the uh, meeting was going on with one of the workers there at the uh, Music City Center. And, you know, I had shared about the witness that we are going to be in Nashville. We, we all will be witnesses. It's whether or not we're going to be a good or bad one. And, uh, and every time, every chance that I ever got uh, to either have an interaction with somebody that wasn't uh, from us or whatever, when I was, you know, parking, the people would say, you people are so nice. Like, I'll, like we, we did well, I think, this year in terms of our witness. But I did want to give a nod to Paul. You certainly wasn't the only one. But the fact that he's stopping in the middle of going where he needs to go uh, to handle something infinitely more important as someone's eternal destiny, uh, he deserves a nod. And uh, so, guys, thanks for coming on. And thanks for listening in. And uh, next Tuesday, or this coming Tuesday, we will have the Potluck Podcast digging into more of what took place in terms of the presidential election, the resolutions that uh, happened, the motions, all of that uh, we'll, we'll be digging in on Tuesday. But this one, we just want to share some of some of our MVPs along the way. And so Kyle, why don't you send us out? Or we should just, let's see if Kreiner can do it. Kreiner, send us out. You remember how? Ah. Okay. <laughs> May your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel we declare. Have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today. We want to connect with you on Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast or our website at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com. Until next week, we encourage you to check out csbible.com to learn about the Christian Standard Bible, our favorite translation for its blend of readability and accuracy. Have a great day and God bless. What's wrong with you people?